In every seed of creativity, there's potential. Potential to grow, blossom, and bear fruit. Welcome to Creative Abundance with Aubrey Westland. I'm Aubrey, your host. Over the past decade, I've ventured through the world of entrepreneurship, launching three businesses from the spark of an idea to thriving ventures. And now I'm eager to share those insights with you. Here, creativity and finance don't just coexist, they harmonize. Join me as we plant ideas, nurture dreams, and collectively harvest the riches of creative abundance. Hello, hello. Welcome back, my podcast babies. Um, A few announcements before we jump into things. First off, my new freebie, the digital product playbook has been released. You can go and download it. It, I talked about it a little bit last week, but I created it as something I wanted to sell and then I decided to give it away for free. Probably not forever, so definitely go download it now while you can. But it has so much value in it. Um, Just to give you a little overview, part one is basically diving into 10 different types of digital products. So this is great because it's not just designed for, you know, people who are creative, people who are designers. Like one of them talks about like how you can sell a spreadsheet as a digital product. Okay. So I wanted to include this in the guide because there's really something for everyone and I just really wanted to open your eyes to those possibilities. Then part two is it includes 27 different niches or categories that will give you an idea of like really specific digital products you could create no matter what it is that you do, you know, it could be a hobby or it could be your business, but I try to think of as many categories as I could that you could kind of niche down into for these digital products. So there's like, there's probably just, there's thousands of ideas there for you and you can just take one and run with it, like make it your own. I just wanted to make it really easy for you to create your own digital product that you can start selling to create a new income stream in your business or you know even if you just like do it on your personal account it really doesn't matter um with the strategies that i use to sell you don't have to have like a full-on business to do this and then section three is all about like how to actually set up a shop how to actually sell this digital product So there's just, like, there's so much goodness. You're going to love it. We'll have the link for that in the show notes. My second announcement is that I have two coaching spots open. So I I recently started offering month, like, one-month coaching packages. So I think it's kind of intimidating, honestly, to sign up and work with someone you've never worked with before and sign on for you know, like six to nine months or something like that. And I wanted to put something out there where, you know, even if you've never done coaching before, 
you could try it out for a month and you know even if you have just like a one month goal you can sign up and get accountability from me for that month and help you work towards that like very specific goal you can always decide to keep like continue on month to month um that is always an option but don't ex you know there's not going to be any pressure for me there's no like upsell you know do you want to sign on for six more months it's nothing like that it's really just like I wanted to provide this opportunity to anyone that really wants like a shorter term coaching option and sometimes I think like you can actually get a lot more done in these like little short-term sprints if you will because there's not enough time to actually like lose your motivation and you're also you have a deadline right so you know that you know you you don't want to like put things off or not respond to me because you've only got a month to work together so I really like this format and I like that I can work with more people this way. So I will be letting you know when I have spots open and there are two for October. So go ahead and check that out again in the show notes or in the link in my Instagram bio. And seriously, we can focus on whatever it is you really wanna focus on. Uh, but ultimately I will wanna help you make more money and set up more income streams in your business in quarter four especially because it is a great time to be selling something so maybe this is the time maybe you want to finally put out that digital product and i would absolutely love to help you do that so today i want to talk about how i manage being a single mom manage my life managing my business and motherhood and all the other things that i have going on and i really think some of these I think these tips can really apply to anyone. Um, you can make them your own, whether you have a business or not, whether you manage your home, whether you're a parent or not. Honestly, I think that we're all just so overwhelmed by all the expectations placed on us and all the people we're expected to take care of. There's just, I feel like we're we're not made to manage this much information or these expectations and so if there's anything that I can say today that will help you please take it and make it your own and I guess I should make a quick little disclaimer I don't want anyone listening to this and getting fussy with me about calling myself a single mom <laughs> um, I really I'm not going to dive into the details about my divorce on this podcast because at this point, now that it's all said and done, my number one priority is keeping a peaceful co-parenting relationship for my daughter. I grew up in a family where like, my parents were divorced and they were always going through us and it was really stressful. It was probably the hardest part about being a child of divorce. And so I just want to try and keep things peaceful and not have to bring my daughter into my issues. Um, so with that being said, like I do benefit from having a co-parent. I don't get child support. I support myself. 
I suppose I should also say I am in a serious relationship, but it's not at the point where like I have parenting help. He's not parenting my daughter. He's more of a friend to her. Um, I support her and I financially, even if he wanted to help, like my daughter's just at that age where mom has to do everything and no one else can help. Like she wants me all the time and that's okay. But I don't know why. I just feel like I need to like, I've seen people get fussy about like, oh, you're not actually a single mom. Like you have a boyfriend like that's just not how it works okay so i'll just say that like i'm not totally on an island but it still makes things really really difficult <laughs> for my to manage my life but um i have figured out some ways to kind of combat that and be proactive it's Honestly, it's pretty ironic that I decided to talk about this this week because this week has been a shit show in my life. I took on a little extra work, kind of helping out a friend, but it has completely thrown off my routines for the week and I haven't like had time to breathe or sleep. I haven't been an amazing mother because I've had to like, you know, break promises to my daughter because I've had to work and I just hate that feeling so much. So it really was a good reminder of how I need to really protect my boundaries around work and my life and be careful about what I take on. Even though I do a lot of different things, I feel like for my job, it like they I have this routine where it all just kind of works together like I've built these systems in anticipation of like doing the same thing and working with people in the same way over and over again so it really works for me and I'll kind of talk about how like I divide my days and stuff but this is just like a wrench was thrown into my week a wrench thrown into my plans I don't know I never say phrases right. You're going to learn that about me. But um, so, yeah, this week was a shit show. And now I can tell you why, uh, what it was that I wasn't really able to do in my life. But I'll say this. My number one priority is managing stress keeping my anxiety levels down so that I don't get to the point where everything feels overwhelming. If you're a single parent or you've ever, you know, had like your partner be out of town or something like that, you probably know the hardest thing is that you don't have someone to step in when you need a break. Like there's no one to tag out. It's all on you. And that can be really hard. It can be exhausting mentally and physically. So that's why I really think that managing stress is so incredibly important. And along with that, just like comes with needing for me, needing to create like a sense of safety and security for myself and for my daughter. 
So what I do, I'm constantly looking at what's causing me stress and I try to build routines to help in those areas specifically. So for me, there are probably like three or four areas um, that I've nailed this down to. First, I think it's obviously just like chemical, it's chemical, it's my hormones and um, you know, there, there are things that I can do to like stay balanced and I'll talk about that in a second. The next thing is like my home. If I'm like living in a chaotic mess, that's exactly how I feel. Like how I feel is definitely reflected in my home. Then it's just like that feeling of I'm not getting enough work done. And when I feel like it When I feel like work is like bleeding into my time with my daughter, um, it's just like, it's not possible for me to work when she's around. And I also just don't like that feeling of, you know, like she wants my attention, but I'm like, sorry, honey, I have to work. That's, that just like that feeling right there really stresses me out. And the fourth thing is money. So I'll just kind of talk about like how I manage those areas. The first one, just like hormones and chemicals in my body, like I take medication for anxiety now um, and it also helps me with my seasonal depression that I get in the winter. I've had anxiety since I was a child and I never tried medication until my daughter was born. I had pretty severe postpartum anxiety. Um, and depression but like my anxiety got so bad and that's something like I don't I feel like we hear about postpartum depression but the anxiety I just I wasn't aware that it could get worse <laughs> I don't know why like I know it would be hard to have a newborn and all the challenges that that brings but I would just get so weepy and cry at the drop of the hat of a hat. <laughs> now I, with medication, I just felt so much stronger. Like I could take on challenges without falling apart. And it was something where like, once I was on it, I was like, this feels normal to me. Like this feels like how my body should feel and my mind should feel like my anxiety is not gone completely. But I definitely just feel like I can handle things better than I ever could. And I don't get that like really weepy emotional feeling when something goes wrong. Um, so I'm just like, I'm so thankful for that. And I, I think I've talked about this, but I was also diagnosed with ADD this year and I've tried meds and I like there are certain things that have like certain areas of my life that the medication has helped me um, but I haven't found something that doesn't increase my anxiety unfortunately so I've had to just quit everything I've tried 
I'm still working on it with my doctor, but it's weird. Like the healthcare system and the politics and insurance, like the insurance that, or sorry, the medication that my doctor originally wanted to put me on that a lot of people have actually um, recommended to me as well, my insurance wouldn't approve it. They wouldn't approve any medication at first until she had to actually change my diagnosis to ADHD rather than ADD. Um, so it's just been a real mess. All that to say, I'm not taking any medication for that now, but I am hopeful that my doctor and I will get it figured out because it would be really nice to have a little bit of support with my ADD. Um, but when it comes to my hormones, I do something called cycle syncing. Maybe you've heard of it, but um, if you have a menstrual cycle, this is just all about like aligning your activities to your body's natural rhythms on your cycle. There's a great book about this called In the Flow. Maybe you've heard of the Flow app too. But it talks about like which types of exercise um, are best for you at different points in your cycle, as well as like nutrition and what to focus on with your work and things like that. So that's been really helpful for me and it's just nice to kind of be more aware of like what's happening with my body at different points in the month um just to like have an ex explanation for certain things has been really helpful for me and just to take on some of that advice to like help manage my hormone or balance my hormones um exercise specifically is a huge one for me and this might go kind of along with the ADD and anxiety and everything, but I found that like walking every day really helps with my stress levels and mental clarity. And I also like to do a harder workout a few times a week when I'm, at least when I'm not like on my period. Um, but TRX, <laughs> I love going to this TRX class at my local why it's I don't know the instructor is just so great and I love um I just really like the workout I don't enjoy like being in the weight room I just don't like the vibes there and with TRX you are basically like using your own body weight um with these straps that like hang from the ceiling and I don't know, it feels kind of acrobatic a little bit, but like you can also choose like the level of difficulty based on, you know, like where your feet are when you're doing the exercises. So I feel like you can continue to make it um, incrementally harder for yourself as well. And there's just like a good balance of like aerobic activity and all of that. So I really, I try to go like two times a week and I would love to, like, I love going to classes because I don't get distracted. <laughs> That's the other thing that I dislike about being in the weight room is, like, 
I just feel like I don't get much done. I get too easily distracted and I waste a lot of time where in classes I don't do that. So I can definitely tell the difference between a week when I'm exercising and working out every day compared to when I'm not moving my body. So that's like pretty high on my list of priorities every day. And the other thing is like nutrition, especially in the morning. So I found it really helps me to have like a protein heavy breakfast and not drink coffee, especially first thing in the morning. Um, I like to just give myself more options for better choices. So what I mean by that is like having lots of different types of tea that I like and um, I get those little matcha packets from Trader Joe's. I really love to like make a matcha latte or like some sort of herbal concoction. So maybe with like mushroom powders. It sounds weird, but it always tastes good. <laughs> so I just feel like sometimes I have to like make my morning drink more complicated because then it just helps me to not like need the coffee as badly because I still like I want coffee all the time but it makes me really jittery and increases my anxiety again so I really have to find ways to limit it and that's kind of how I do that. Again, the way I fit those things in, I have to build them into my routine. My breakfast, I will meal prep on Mondays. I will actually like put it on my calendar during the week when I plan to either go on a walk or go to class. So it's in my routine. I don't have to like think about, you know, how am I going to fit this in? Like I build it in and same with even just like making my morning beverage like it's the first thing I do um before I do anything else so I can just like sip on it throughout the morning as I'm getting my daughter ready for school and all of that so yes really I have to build these things into my routine and speaking of that next is my home so working from home I just really cannot handle mess or chaos and it feels like that most of the time, but <laughs> um, my weekly routines are really like changer for me. So Sunday, I always do like a weekly reset. And basically the way I do this is I like, I kind of use the laundry as like my anchor point. So I'll do all the laundry in the house from start to finish. The biggest part, like the most important part here is actually getting to the folding and putting everything away because if I don't do it on that day, it's just going to like sit on my couch all week and feel like a big mess. The dogs are going to lay on it. It's going to get tracked around the house and then it's going to have to get washed again and that's too much stress. So. I'll start my first load and then I will kind of have like a checklist that I get through while the laundry's washing. So I'll do the dishes, I'll clean the kitchen, I'll clean out old food in the fridge, 
I'll go through room by room and like pick up the clutter. I'll vacuum and I'll do my budgeting. So budgeting is another like big thing for me because I get stressed about money if I don't know like how much money I have and how much I'm spending. So I really like to do this every single week so that, you know, even if one week I overspend a little bit on groceries or something, then at least I know going into the next week, like, okay, I'm, I may need to like pull back a little bit this week. Maybe, you know, I don't need to make that stop at Trader Joe's. I can try and use up what's in my freezer. So I think it's just really helpful to at least be aware of my spending. And I use um, a budgeting app called YNAB for this. I love it. It's the best. Um, <laughs> it stands for you need a budget. So um, if you, yeah, you, you may have heard of it, but I think it's the probably one of the best budgeting um, softwares out there and it has like they have so many tutorials and like online little classes and things to teach you how to use it and it's kind of fun honestly <laughs> like I love budgeting myself but um, I I just enjoy like the process of managing my money and it also like when you first get into it, you might feel like it's more stressful, but I feel like the true stress comes from like not knowing where your money is going or how much you have. And the more consistent that you can be just looking at it will really, really help like ease that stress around money and how you feel about money. At least that's how I felt. So doing all of this as well as like getting the laundry done in between I just feel like it really starts me out on the right foot it helps a lot with my mental clarity and I don't have to worry throughout the week or even like give mental space to thinking about like oh the laundry's still laying out on the couch and I really need to find a time to put that away like it's just done at the beginning of the week. And yes, things get messy throughout the week, but I know, you know, Sunday's coming and it's going to get done again. So I can kind of like set that aside for Sundays and I know it will get taken care of. Then Monday, this is actually a new thing, but... My daughter's stays home with me on Mondays now. She doesn't go to preschool. And I just really wanted to have a day with her um, where we can just like connect and, you know, maybe do an activity together. She gets home from her dad's on Sundays, Sunday afternoon. So, I mean, that's kind of like transition time. And then before she was like going to s straight to preschool on Monday and like the whole week is just preschool. So I didn't really have like a full day with her. So now she's home all day on Monday and we will maybe do like one activity together, maybe like swim lessons or 
give her a haircut or something and then she helps me with like grocery shopping and meal prep and planning um she enjoys that so like i'll give her little things to help me with in the kitchen but basically we will meal prep like breakfast and lunch for the week um not her lunches i make those every day but for me at least um because again this is just another thing like to take that decision away you know i don't have to like think about it during the week when I'm going to eat for breakfast or lunch. So it's just like already prepared and like really easy things. It doesn't take long to do this, but like yogurt bowls or um, I'll make like chicken and rice for lunches and divide those up, that sort of thing. So it's pretty simple. And then I'll also like make a meal plan for the week and we'll do like the grocery shopping together. And I really love that I can just connect with her and focus on, with, focus on her on Mondays. And I don't do any work. We just like ease into the week together. At the same time, I will say like I'm still in transition here with this. And it does make my work, work week difficult. Um, only working four days a week. And I did a lot to prepare for this. Like I hired a social media manager. I have someone who helps me. She's a VA. So like I send her little tasks here and there that helps a little bit, but I still just feel like I have so much to do during the week. Um, and I'm, I'm still kind of trying to like re refigure out my routine for the week. Um, because yeah, like often I'll find myself <laughs> all after she goes to bed on Monday, I will try and work and then I will work too late and I'll be tired for the next few days. So it's not really, I'm not at a healthy place with that right now, but I'm trying to figure it out and I am figuring out it's getting easier. Um, but that balance is kind of tough when, yeah, when you go down in work hours, especially when, um, you don't have a big team on running your business with you. But again, that's why I just try to prep as much as I can for the week with those meals, with my schedule and all of that so that I at least know what I'm going into. And then, so yeah, Tuesday and Friday can feel a little bit stressful. I try to do whatever I can to make the mornings really easy for us. So whether it's, you know, I shower at night or um, I always put together my daughter's lunches at night so that I, it's not a thing to worry about in the morning. Basically, the mornings are for, you know, we get dressed, we eat our breakfast, and we try to get out the door as quickly as possible. Obviously, not, a, not as easy said set us done with a four and a half year old who loves clothes and style and has to do like 59,000 outfit changes, but we're working on that part. <laughs> Once I drop her off at preschool, it's go time. So I, you know, I've shifted a little bit from monthly goals to daily goals when it comes to my income. 
So I feel like that just makes it a little bit easier to tackle and like think about, okay, what, what do I need to do today, you know, in order to hit my income goal? Um, do we need to send out an email newsletter? Do I need, you know, how many of those do I need to prepare for the month? Um, along with Jordan, she's my social media manager and like, um, she's just been like probably the biggest help for me in my business. I love that she feels like she's part of my team and at the same time, like I'm able to let go of like the content creation, even though we have like this really good way of working together where we're like bouncing ideas back and forth. She like goes out, creates it, makes sure that it gets put out there, gets posted and everything. And then I'm free to like work on the tasks that I need to work on. Whereas before I had hired her, it was almost like I had two jobs. I had like working in my business, helping my clients, um, creating my resources. And then I had social media and they were both like full-time jobs. So this has really helped just take so much off of my plate. And she's also kind of been like a business coach slash partner. Like we have a really great way of working together, um, and helping each other in our businesses. So it's just like, it's, honestly been my favorite change like my favorite up level I feel like I've ever made in my business and she's helping me make more money too which obviously is like she's an investment that has been worth every penny so if you're ever on the fence about like hiring someone I can just tell you like I've hired people in the past who didn't work out and it made me kind of afraid to try again but sometimes you just have to find the right person and Jordan is my person and if you if you guys need an amazing social media manager go work with Jordan I'll just say that so the way that we've structured things in, in my business is I basically have a monthly focus and this is like the thing that I am selling. Um, I've created like sort of a loose launch calendar for the year and I, you know, a few times I've been like, you know what, let's hold off on that thing. I don't feel like I'm quite ready to transition to the next thing or, you know, maybe I'm going to wait till next year to create this thing. But for the most part, like we sell one thing per month and then like all of the content can align with that. And I just feel like it's easier for me and it's easier for my clients and my customers um, to just like know what, what they can purchase from me, you know, at any given moment um, rather than like trying to sell like five things at once um, on social media and like post about something different every day. I just feel like this flow works so much better and it's nice to like have that one focus. So having her just kind of like creating that stuff for me on social media really leaves a lot of a lot more time now for me to 
create new things and like serve my clients. So she takes my ideas and runs with it. And I also have Sydney who will write some blogs for me and um, really like just kind of random things, the things that I don't have time for and I end up putting off for a long time. She, I can like ask her to do for me. I just, she's a VA and I just pay her, you know, based on the hours that I need her every month, um, which is really nice for me because some months I can't afford to pay for more and some months I can and she's just really like, yeah, I'm here for, you know, whatever you need. And again, you know, when it comes to managing my stress, knowing in the back of my mind that I have something I've been putting off for months is stressful for me. So being able to delegate some of those things to her again has been like a huge game changer for me and has really helped just managing that stress and then the very last thing i basically have like a daily routine for each day of the week um from tuesday through friday so Tuesday through Thursday really are kind of for my clients. So those are the days that I will schedule calls. I'll check, check in with my coaching clients on Boxer. If I'm working with anyone that I'm um, like doing work for. So I have a couple clients where um, they pay me to like they pay me hourly to work on their digital products and um, setting those up and stuff. So I'll do that kind of work. Um, if I need to record something for a course, I might have time to do it on those days. If I'm doing keywording for any stock photo clients, those are the days I'll do them. So I really try to like dedicate those three days to being available. I'll take meetings. Um, and then Friday... I try not to take any meetings. I sometimes I'll even go out of town. I'll go like backpacking, but not all the time. <laughs> I don't have that luxury. Uh, but really, Fridays are for like my own projects. And it's for me, I feel the most creative when I have like just like large blocks of time to work on something. So like Fridays are the days I will work on creating new courses, work on creating new guides, um, maybe do some new branding or designing for my own business. Um, it's really like a creative day. So I'll also like take the morning slow. I will go on a walk first thing and like let myself start work when I feel ready <laughs> where like the other days it's kind of like go 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 so Friday's like a little bit slower and but more just like focused on me and my business um and the things that I you know have maybe set aside during the week so that I could have more time to focus in on them and really get into like deep creation mode Another thing that I'm still figuring out is this podcast. Like, I still haven't figured out where that fits into my routine. So, I think I'm going to start recording on Tuesdays, like, first thing. Um, like, it's going to be the first thing I do during the week and see how that goes. Um, I'm kind of running into this problem where I, like, put it off to the last minute. 
And I really don't want to do that because again, it's just like, it's a deadline and that adds stress for me. So I'm working on that. So I think that's, that's kind of it. That's all I wanted to share. I love to know if any of these tips or ideas helped you. And also if you have any tips for me, please share them. I will take all the advice I can get. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think like in the long run, just being really intentional about how you manage stress and creating routines is just going to give you a better quality of life. Um, Like I said in the beginning, this week being a shit show has reminded me of how valuable those things are to me. Um, And yeah, boundaries are another thing that I really want to almost like write out and make like a little boundary Bible for myself because it's always when I, you know, let something cross my boundaries that I regret it and it throws all of this off. So yeah, I hope this helped. Uh, Again, love to hear your tips as well. Feel free to DM me. Don't forget to go download the digital product playbook and let me know what you think about it. I love hearing your feedback. And yeah, I'll I'll talk to you next week. 